Hello, and thanks for joining today's episode of the Founders Corner podcast hosted by AJ Prasad. Join AJ as he sits down with healthcare professionals to discuss ways of improving their marketing efforts. As an entrepreneur and proud owner of several seven-figure web-based businesses, AJ has now dedicated himself to helping healthcare professionals in building up their practices. If you would like to contact AJ and become a guest on the Founders Corner podcast, fill out the form on our website. In today's episode, AJ will be speaking with Dr. Brooke Sheehan, chiropractor extraordinaire at Cardiff Health and Wellness. As an entrepreneur, she has dedicated herself to supporting world changers to become the best versions of themselves and succeed. Hi, Dr. Brooks. How are you doing? Hello. Great. How are you? Good, good. Uh, so, but, you know, before we, go, we jump into your question, could you just give us a quick intro about, about your practice, what exactly you do? Absolutely. So I am a functional medicine, functional neurology chiropractor. So I, we utilize a special technique in the office that um, is a combination of applied kinesiology. So it uses muscle testing to detect, you know, stress points in the body. And then mm-hmm. through the technique, we're able to figure out what is the priority that the body is seeking for treatment. So for example, you know, most chiropractors will just go ahead and adjust the spine when, when the patients come in, but we're going to be looking more like, okay, well, how is the detox pathways? How's the liver functioning? How is the stomach? How are the other muscles? Is there imbalances? And then kind of approach it that way, take care of all of that and then adjust. And so uh-huh. in practice, we we're, we see patients, we probably see about 12 patients a day because we have 30-minute mm-hmm. blocks between um, or not 30 minutes blocks between, but 30 minute visits on average with each patient. Some patients Mm -hmm. um, stay with us for an hour. They have an hour long treatment. So it's not a high volume practice because we utilize a lot of time with people. Okay. So how, how do the people know about you? How are they coming to your place? Currently right now it's by referral. So, um, okay. The doctor in, in practice has been there for, gosh, he's been practicing for 43 years. Um, oh, okay. And so he's built up a practice that's completely referral generated. Um, mm-hmm. I've been a part of his practice. I was a patient of his in 2014, but I've been a doctor in his practice since 2019, the end of 2019. Okay. And mm-hmm. so my approach currently to bring in my own patients into practice is, you know, I'm doing a lot of like different social media outreaches. I've been giving talks around our communities, you know, at local grocery stores, all of that kind of stuff to help build the practice for me. Right. Because I understand, yeah. you know, I know when, when people retire, like patients drop off, you know, that kind of stuff. Okay. So the doctor is planning to retire. Or has he yes. retired already? Oh, no, okay. he's, he's planning to. He hasn't yet. Okay, okay, okay. That that makes total sense. So, um, you know, I am assuming that you you have a website where you explain the difference, right, with with, with what you are doing versus, uh, you know, the traditional chiropractor. Yes, correct. Okay. So, so you know, because I, I can see that that is... Uh, that is one um, challenge, you know, when, when, the, when the doctor is there and he has enough patients, then it's not a problem really, you know, versus when, when you know, 
to to normal person i i did not even you know i had no idea about you know your kind of you know chiropractor i mean i i go to my chiropractor who uses uh, laser therapy and i'm thrilled with that <laughs> so everyone is very different and the challenge always is to uh, educate people right you know why and what's the difference so good thing that you already have it so um so so good so let's just uh, now that you are so you are doing mostly social media marketing and how how is it effective for you is it working uh it's working to some extent i haven't done any paid advertising i would say that you know i'm just cultivating the audience i do have like you mm. know the friend list that i have built up and i'm doing facebook lives i'm getting ready to launch a podcast um myself and really mm-hmm. kind of like you talked about patient education because it is educating patients on why we're different and what Correct. they can expect in the office. Uh so yeah, so I would say that to answer the don't know if it's working or not. Um you know, a lot of the people that I have currently brought in have been more friends and family. Um I mm-hmm. have just more recently, you know, I mentioned to you that I'm doing community talks and those kind of things, but that happened mm-hmm. just more recently. So that hasn't okay. that there hasn't been enough time to tell you if it's working or not. Uh-huh. I see. Okay. Yeah. So 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 that that's interesting. Um okay. So I you know I think I have a a good idea of okay. what you are doing. So hopefully you know I can I can give you some some useful tips uh, about your issues. So so now I I will hand over the reign to you. I will let you ask question ask me questions and you can answer so that okay. and I will answer. Okay, so I did prepare a few questions that um I sent over as well, but so with your understanding of marketing and my practice and what we can kind of do, what would you think are some of the effective strategies for me to to I guess market a practice where we bill by time and not necessarily by patient visits? Mhm. Uh so you know the first thing I would uh, I would say is you really uh, and I'm most probably you have already done that but take a step back and and you should have like a real very good idea of who is your ideal patient right you know what kind of problems that they would have uh where you know, because the this is not all things to all people you know some someone very young may not need i mean i don't know that but so 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 you have to say okay what is different about me and what kind of problem pe- people have so so first thing is having uh, ideal um, an idea of who is your ideal patient is very important uh so say so, and then the second piece is really uh building the case in terms of why they should be using your method instead of you know other, other methods that's how they are you know traditional so 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 to me that that is the most you know that's a foundational work for marketing that that uh, needs to be done and once you, once you have that then then you start to look at these days i don't even talk about traditional marketing and uh, and just search you know even though we do um, uh, digital marketing um personally my you no know, i am i'm from the ancient world so i have started i i have a lot of traditional marketing experience that's where i started 
nowadays it does not even make sense so i would say once you know your target audience then then it is a matter of trying to determine you know where you can find them right on um, you are already doing a very good job going on facebook facebook all the, you can do a very targeted approach on facebook that's one thing i like about facebook so so you know again the challenge is knowing who is the, your ideal customer second is you know where they are you know where they congregate so that you can reach out to them and and then then it's it's a matter of okay what what's the message you know how do i tell them that they should be using it in, in when it comes to the the money piece i think that that to me is secondary uh, once people understand the value and and they see the benefit then the money becomes um, not that critical now i know that you you charge hourly uh, i am assuming that you you sell the insurance pays for it right so do the insurance pay on a per visit basis for for your practice i mean how how does the insurance work so we don't take any outside insurance the only insurance that we do offer is for our medicare patients um cuz as practitioners in the state of california and i think na- nationally as well we're required uh-huh. to um take medicare but the only so it's a discounted rate so we charge them okay. for the the whole treatment the whole 30 minute treatment is like a certain price but then for our medicare uh-huh. patients we charge what medicare would would pay us for the adjustment okay. piece because we do do uh-huh. laser therapy as well like you mentioned your chiropractor uses laser with that is that is a modality we use to help mm-hmm. with the treatment okay okay so so yeah so, so in that case if, since you're not taking insurance it it's even in in a funny way it's even better because now the patients are seeing you for the value that you are bringing uh, and uh, and like i said once you know what kind of patient because not everyone uh, it's too big of a change right for everyone so so you you already know what who, you know what patients are the regular at your place and the best thing is to create a profile to say okay my patient is whatever it could be male female or it doesn't matter of this age typically with these kind of uh, issues uh, so once once you have that laid out then it's a matter of trying to figure out you know where uh, where they congregate and and reaching out and i'm sure that you already like since you are going out and talking so you have already have figured out um, to you know how to explain how you are different right uh, and why your method will work better for these people so and and i you know i'm ask i'm saying for these people but i'm just asking you do you do you have any specific kind of patient or anyone okay so in terms of customer avatar or patient avatar um yeah. so mm-hmm. right now the people that we're seeing um have been ones with like really chronic cases right so ones that okay. they've been to other practitioners they've been to dream doctors they've been to other alternative healthcare practitioners and have not been able to get the answers necessary their problems still mm-hmm. persist and that kind of stuff 
So, so Mentor Doc, you know, has been working with people with a lot of chronic conditions and has helped, you know, people with autism and gut disorders and, and traumatic brain injuries. And it's amazing because I get to, in, I'm in practice every day with him and I get to mm-hmm. see all of these things happen. And, and that my particular heart is with entrepreneurs. Um, and I, as you're talking about the avatar and the customer, it's like, that is like where I've been focusing a lot of chin is really, you know, working with the entrepreneurial space where these people are really driven to, you know, create legacy and build businesses that are going to last and be rewarded as a result. Right. That's what entrepreneurs mm-hmm. think. And so they don't like to spend a lot of time. They don't want to say or hear a doctor tell them, Hey, you have to come back to my office three times a week for 36 visits and then we'll reassess because they want to be in the office, right? They want to be making change. They want to be doing all these things. And so with Mm -hmm. our method, it's not, we're not telling patients, Hey, you need to come here Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We're telling patients, Hey, if if your body is responding to the treatment that we're doing, then you might have to come back next week or it might be two weeks. You know, we, we do testing to find out when is the next ideal time for a visit for them. And so, you know, with entrepreneurs, I think that that is something that they would gravitate towards in some mm-hmm. way, because it's like, hey, I can get my body optimized physically, spiritually, mentally and emotionally while I'm driving the leg of my life. Right. And not have to take so much time away from the office because a 30 minute visit, getting all of that in alignment with them you know, they might be able to hold out for another two weeks. So it might be like one, you know, two times a month that they have to come in versus 12. So, so where, you know, how far would people drive? So the question for me, if entrepreneur is your target, then I would say, okay, how many of them are there where you are or, or in what I would say the geography that, uh, you know, that's possible. So I'm in Orange County. I, do you feel? Do you think that entrepreneurs from Orange County would even drive uh, to to your place? I mean, it, it's a, once someone uh, can see the value, it's a different story, right? I have my doctor, uh, my chiropractor. He has uh, his patient who moved to Colorado and Georgia. They fly, so it it yeah. is it's crazy, right? But uh, but the thing is that it's the first time. Convincing someone in Georgia to fly and seeing Dr. Berry would probably be impossible. So that's that's the thing. If you are if you're targeting entrepreneurs, then are there a lot of those people where you are, you know, in the, in the close by? So that 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 is something. I mean, not asking you, you know, to answer that question. I'm saying that is something that you would need to um, to figure out because you know, like I was saying, you know, we you need to reach out to them and. Uh, and make sure that that they are able to use your services, right? For uh, like I said, if you are your entrepreneur uh, patient if moves to even LA, they will drive, right? When when they have problems, so that is not not a issue at all. So so that that's my my one uh, thing. So once you decide who you are targeting, that's when you have to start to look at where they are and how do I reach out to them. Okay. Yeah, you know, this is like a short. Yeah. Okay. So. No, sorry. You know, that, I, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, San Diego is is full of. We have a lot of you know the um, like biotech startups. companies. Mm-hmm. But so so there there would be a lot of them in this area. 
dealing with chronic conditions to kind of go back to what the current doctor is doing. You know, we have people mm-hmm. flying in from like to come see us next week. We have people driving eight hours from Arizona that were come that are coming or in last week coming in again. So he does have people traveling from all over just to come see him. But I, I understand what you're saying in terms of first establishing the value, creating the value, you know, establishing myself as another doctor who has mastered the technique that he's doing so that they mm-hmm. see the value in that. And also, even for the doctor, um, someone who doesn't, you know, like like I said, I know um, my chiropractor, I know how, you know, people come from all over, but those were the his, you know, his patients, right? Or one or two cases, he has some referral. Uh, that is, someone said, you just have to go there. I mean, he's, he's the one. But uh, again, convincing someone to drive eight, eight hours, right, to see doctor would be a pretty tough, tough deal first time, Un- unless this person knows about a doctor. But w- once someone has used, then it's a different story. So so, so that's good. So, so I think, uh, you know, we... We agree that that's probably the best thing to do is try to figure out where they are, your avatar, where to find them. And then the, then the, your challenge is to come up with the right message, right, to appeal to them. So, uh, so those, those are the two things that I would say, you do that, then, then you may be, you know, now, now, now you, are, you have all, all the pieces, okay? That's very helpful. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, so, do you have another question? I can answer that. Absolutely. Okay. So the next question is, I mentioned also that he's looking to retire, soon, mm-hmm. you know, within the next few years. Um, so mm-hmm. is there anything from your experience or from your expertise that you believe that I can do to help set up a smooth transition? Because, you know, obviously some patients are only wanting to be treated by him and there's a lot of patient drop off and, you know, retent might be a certain percentage. So how I set myself up for that? Okay. So, so that I can, I can tell you from, from my experience. So the best, best thing uh, to do, and because you have a couple of years, that's great, is to start to have the exposure, right? So, uh, you know, being him being there and, and, you know, start with the patient that absolutely trusts him to say, um, I'm here, but, you know, doctor is, um, you know, I'm planning on retiring and, and he's the right, you know, she's the right doctor. And and start to transition you in there. It, it may be some of it. So, you, you, you know, periodically, um, having his uh, some patients come in and 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 literally telling the patient you don't have to he should not be announcing it or anyway but but you know transitioning gradually I that I have seen with a couple of other doctors who have retired not uh, you know they were like medical doctors obviously but but when the patients came in they what did uh, they would say oh today. Uh, Dr. Armstrong is not here, so uh, but you know Dr. Kim is is the right person. Or Dr. Armstrong calls the uh, the the patient and say, Dr. Kim is going to be seeing you, and he's a wonderful doctor, so he has all your information and uh, no worries. So so that's what I I think that your um, you know the retiring doctor needs to 
you know, to have a, a transition plan and and how do you, how he uh, explains to the patient, announces to the patient. It cannot be a broad announcement because then a lot of people in the beginning, uh, ultimately we will have to do that, but hopefully by then most of the regular patients know. So it, it's, the, it's the most important piece is the regular patient in the retaining them, right? You know, the, and then, then once the regulars are, are there, during the, uh, in once he has really retired, he can always say, if you have any, while I'm retired, I'm always here for you, so you can always call me or text me uh, if there is any problem. And so just to have the confidence. I think patient like continuity, and, and if you are, you become part of that uh, process, then uh, there won't be any problem. The, you, you, your only challenge is to gain their confidence that you are also a good doctor, right? We understand what, uh, how to treat patient his way. That's it. Absolutely. Yes, I can understand. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that should be easy. I, I, you know, in a way it is easy and also it is difficult because you are also building your own practice, right? So, so it is, it's just some, you know, that's where um, there has to be almost like a deliberate plan to say, okay, this, this two hours I'm going to focus on, um, you know, gaining confidence. So work with with the doctor in there. So the patient are seeing and they recognize you and and they are like they start to become comfortable. Mhm. Mhm. Thank you. Okay. That, that's mm -hmm. very very helpful. So the third question um, that I have mm -hmm. is: So we had mentioned or I had shared with you about the onset and wanting to that demographics. Uh, so one of the things is I, I plan to offer telehealth uh, services like for, you know, people that might not be in the area or can't get into the office because a lot of mm -hmm. what we could do, we can do remotely um, and, and provide a treatment plan that do at home. Obviously, not mm -hmm. require some, you know, we're not able to adjust in their house, but or from afar. Uh, do you uh -huh. have any best software programs that you know that could you know, help offering the telehealth services uh, really streamlined and easy? So, so you know, you, I'm sure that you already know of the, of Teladoc and, you know, some of these, uh, the, the tele, uh, telehealth platforms that are, in, people are using. But what has, what is interesting, um, what we are finding uh, from at least, one year, right? So I, you know, I'm not saying this; it's a trend. But one year is still a uh, decent, uh, uh, decent time, where we are seeing that the the patients have become very comfortable with tele telehealth, and there is so far they are concerned. They are they want to see you and talk to to you rather than I mean, they don't care if it is they are coming from teledoc or or what platform. So the the you know. You can have Teladoc, and I have not, I frankly, I have never checked how pricey it is. But then you can, you can, you know, Zoom right now offers a, a, a telemedicine, you know, version, and all it is it is total encryption, right? So that for the HIPAA compliance thing, uh, you can, you can, if you want, you can, uh, you can have your uh, development team just add the Zoom. On your um, on your website, so that you can do through Zoom meeting, 
or like I said, the the leader seems to be teledoc, and there are a lot of others in there, doctor. Uh, um, you know of of these. So you you have to you when you are saying teledoc, um, sorry, telemedicine. All you need is to be able to see the patient, right, and see the problem or whatever. Um, if they say, you know, my knees are swollen, then you want to be able to see the knees, right, and say, you know, move move this way, that way. Correct. Yeah, that's correct. And I didn't know about Teledoctor or the fact that you can have the capability with Zoom. So I really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh yeah, sure. I, I, you know, and I would say uh, since since you are you know Teledoc is really for doctors, doctors in the sense that you know it it is integrated with all the EMRs and everything, which is great. But the, the but then the problem is that the cost goes up, right, because of that. Uh, so. Zoom could be the you know the easiest thing for you because Zoom has a telemedicine version where where it uh, it has the technology that complies with all the HIPAA issues. That's really great. Great to hear. Thank you. Mhm. Okay. Good. So I, I you know unless you have any other question, I know that we are uh, getting up to our um, you know allotted time frame, but it. Looks like you have a very interesting uh, time going through the change and and also <laughs> expanding on 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 the base. So so this is a very exciting time and uh, and again I you know I don't see why you won't be very successful. At least you are seeking out. So yeah, uh, keep on doing. Uh, seems like what you're doing and and you have already have a lot of things going for you. Okay. Thank you so, so much, AJ. I really appreciate that. And you answered all the questions I had and appreciate the time and the opportunity to speak with you today. Thank you. Thank you. Same here. It was really nice talking to you. you Thank you, Doctor. Well. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Founders Corner Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you are interested in being a guest, be sure to visit our main page at www.gmrwebteam.com forward slash the dash founders dash corner.